This is the Healthy Free Life Show, where you're going to learn a new way to eat and live healthy for the glory of God. I'm your health coach, Katrina Sequenzia, and I'm on a mission to help Christians get healthy, ditch disease, lose weight, and find food freedom. So if you're ready to get healthy and free so you can live that abundant life that you've been promised, then let's do the thing. A big mistake I see Christians make, especially women, is not caring for themselves as they selflessly sacrifice their own health and life for the sake of caring for and serving others. And I get it. Well-meaning Christian teachers have told us to be selfless, to put others before ourselves and to serve. So it's easy to fall into the trap of never caring for you in the process. But let me ask you, if we continue to care for others and not ourselves, how effective is our service, really? How effective is our ministry? If we don't care for this vessel that God has given us, if we don't pour into ourselves on a daily basis, what would we have to pour out? Don't you think that it's better to pour out to others from a place of abundance instead of a place of lack? In this episode, I'm going to be talking about why taking care of you is not selfish. In fact, it is biblical and we need to make sure that we are caring for ourselves in order to be able to go and do and be all that God created us for. And I'm going to be giving you permission to do so. And listen, I'm preaching to the choir here. I need to be reminded of this message just as much as you do. Maybe like me, you have a caretaking heart or a caretaking personality. You're a caretaker by nature. And maybe like me, you've taken your caretaking role to the point where you have put others care before yourself and have put yourself on the back burner. And maybe it's been like this for a season, like the season of motherhood, or maybe worse, it's been like this for several decades of your life. I am a caretaker through and through. I was raised by a mother who was a caretaker by nature. In her family as a child, she was the overachiever and the caretaker of the family. And I was raised by her. And I saw her demonstrate caretaking in all the roles that she took on as a wife, a mother, a registered nurse. Talk about a caretaking profession, right? She worked hard and always took care of others, often at the expense of her own life and health. After watching my mom throughout my entire childhood, unbeknownst to me, I picked up the caretaking torch and carried it into my own life. In my early 20s, I too became a registered nurse. As a nurse, I would serve to the point where I would care for my patients and I would rarely take a break in the middle of my 12-hour shift. I would literally go to the bathroom and be drinking a slim fast at the same time, never stopping to care for myself as I worked. I could never really understand how other nurses could just sit there at the nurse's station reading magazines when there was so much work to be done and so many people to care for. I then became a mother at 30. And if you're a mama, y'all know what that's like. We give out so much when we're mothers, right? It was around the time my first child was born that I started my own health journey. You can learn about my health journey in episode three. So definitely check that out. My journey to health took about five years. And the reason why it took so long, there were several reasons, but one, I didn't have a coach giving me the step-by-steps of what to do. I didn't have a Katrina in my life and I had to figure out everything else on my own. And number two, I really didn't fully embrace caring for me during the season of motherhood. I spent the first several years of mothering really not caring for myself fully. 
And it was toward the end of my five-year journey back to health. That was when God had called me to the ministry of teaching others how to become healthy and free. So I went back to school and I studied at one of the top schools of nutrition and became a health coach. And I was taught there about the importance of self-care and giving myself permission to care for me. And boy, was this perfect timing. I was actually pregnant with our second child while I was in school. And it was after graduation, I was teaching a local class. I was teaching a group of women how to eat and live healthy. And I just remember two of the women that were in my class, they were in their early to mid fifties. And when I asked why they were there, they both told me that they had put themselves on the back burner for the last 20 years or so, caring for their children. And their children had just finally left the nest. But the problem was, is that because they lacked self-care, they were left sick, diseased, overweight, anxious, and depressed. And they were there to get help to reverse all of that. They had poured out so much to the children, neglecting themselves along the way. And they came to me diseased, overweight, and unwell. They were probably great mothers, but how much better of a mother could they have been if they had taken time to care for themselves along the way? This was a huge wake-up call for me. I was only five or six years into motherhood at this point, and I took note. I was like, caring for me is going to be vitally important because I didn't want to start caring for myself once the kids left. And it became my mission as a health coach to teach this, but also as a mother to try to live this way as well. And I did not do it perfectly, and I still don't do it perfectly. It's been over a decade since I taught that first class, and there have been many seasons in my motherhood in the last 10 years where I've not taken care of myself. If you struggle with making time for you and putting you on the priority list, I need this to be your wake-up call. No matter your age, no matter the season of your life, no matter if you have young children at home, no children, or your 10th grandchild is on the way. You must realize that taking care of you is not selfish. It is self-love and it is biblical to do so. Sometimes I think that we can misunderstand what the Bible says about caring for others, believing we must put others completely before ourselves all the time. I know that this was a biblical teaching that was taught to me in Sunday school. Don't be selfish, right? I want to shed a new perspective on one of the greatest commandments of the Bible. It's in Mark 12, where a teacher of the law asks Jesus this question. Of all the commandments, which is the most important? And Jesus answers in verse 30 and says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. But then he adds this to the Old Testament commandment and says, The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Listen, the commandment is not love others, not yourself. The commandment is to love others as yourself. I believe for us to truly be able to love our neighbors well and fulfill our calling, we need to love ourselves. We need to love our bodies enough to care for it because we need a healthy body. We need a healthy mind and a healthy spirit in order to fully live out our purpose. In fact, did you know that your body is the primary resource for your spiritual life? We've got good work to do, dear one. We need healthy hands and feet in order to do it. 
We must have a healthy body in order to go and do and be all that God has called us to. And what has he called us to be? Light. In Matthew 5, 13 through 16, Jesus calls us to be salt and light. In verse 14 and 15, Jesus declares that we are the light of the world. And he gives the illustration that no one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket but rather on a lampstand, and it gives light for all of those who are in the house. And I can't help but wonder if so many of us live with baskets over our light. Baskets of fear, anxiety, pain, past abuse, disease, excess weight, cravings, addictions, the list goes on. Baskets that are holding us back from letting our light shine before others so that they may see our good works and give glory to God, our Father in heaven. Dear brothers and sisters, these baskets must be removed. Caring for ourselves must be a top priority because when we care for our body, we care for the temple that God has given us. When we eat glorious foods, when we move our bodies, when we hydrate, when we rest, when we sleep well and exercise to grow stronger, when we are in the word and we're worshiping the Lord, then what happens is as we're pouring these things into ourselves on a daily basis, as God is pouring into us as well, then it's from there that we're able to pour out from a place of abundance, a place of health, instead of a place of lack and disease. I see so many good Christians operating as empty vessels. And when you pour out, yes, there's still good work that you're doing. But it could be so much more. When I work with students, I talk with them so often and they're limited by their ability physically to be able to do the things like to volunteer or to work at church or to be able to do ministry in their community. They're not able to run and play with their grandchildren. They're not able to go on a mission field or on a mission trip. They're not able to do some of these things that they feel in their heart that God is calling them to, but they can't because physically they are unable to. Oh, just imagine with me, what will you be able to do when you have a healthy, strong body? It's healthy and whole. It's free from disease, excess weight, cravings, and food fixation. What will being healthy and free make possible for you? I know you are desperate to be free. And that freedom is only found by taking care of you and focusing on your health. Because listen, no one's going to do it for you. No one's going to take care of you, but you. And you cannot wait until tomorrow. You cannot wait until this busy season passes. Because before you know it, a year has passed or worse, a whole decade. And you are worse off than you are today. You've got to start caring for you today. It's time to put you on your priority list and taking care of yourself, body, mind, and spirit. And remember, it is not selfish. It is self-love. And I give you permission to do so. So if this has hit home for you, you might be wondering, okay, Katrina, I don't know how to care for me. I don't have time to care for me. Well, remember from episode 16, I'm all about helping you to take baby steps to health. We don't have to have it all figured out or do it all at once. We can start super small, especially if we are not used to caring for ourselves. This is why I created the Healthy Free Life Way Starter Kit. 
just for you. If you would like me to walk you through the step-by-step on how to get started taking care of you, then be sure to go to kit.healthyfreelife.com to request the free starter kit. I'll also put the link in the episode notes. This starter kit outlines the first five steps to get started on your health journey. It includes prayers, a devotional, my glorious food lists, and so much more. Again, that is kit.healthyfreelife.com. And now I will leave you with this reminder from Paul of how important it is to care for your body. It's found in 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20, where Paul urges us and says, Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. Until next time, bye for now.